This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Judge Jeanine Pirro. She's the outspoken host. Judge Jeanine Pirro is dominating the headlines right now. This is the Judge Jeanine Tunnel to Towers Foundation Sunday Morning Show. Now, here's Judge Jeanine Pirro. Welcome, everybody, to the Judge Jeanine Tunnel to Towers Foundation Show. I hope everyone is enjoying their day so far. It is beautiful here in New York City. I hate that it's August and that summer is coming to an end. But as always, we are still armed and ready to serve justice with all my great listeners here on the Red Apple Audio Network. You know, uh, there is so much that happened this week in America, but there was one issue that I thought I would do my open on this morning, and that is the issue of immigration. And you can say, okay, Janine, what's new? Uh, There's nothing new. I'll tell you what's new in immigration. What's new in immigration is the fact that the Democrats are finally turning on Joe Biden and his disastrous border policy. Now, the amazing part of it is we are seeing historic numbers of illegal aliens crossing our southern border. We're seeing historic uh, 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 amounts of fentanyl. We've got human trafficking at the border. We've got all kinds of problems at the border. But Joe Biden, who was just near the border this uh, week for two days, didn't bother to go to the border at all because he's either clueless or his plan is to bring in as many illegals as he can. But when I say that the left is turning against him, what do you recall when Governors Abbott and DeSantis from Texas and Florida, respectively, started sending people up north and uh, the illegals and everyone said, that is inhumane, that is racist, that is unfair, it's a political stunt. Well, you know what? It was brilliant because right now some of the northern states are saying this is not right. We can't handle it. Biden has to do something about it. And guess what? It's Democrats saying this. You know, it's so sad that so much of the country has been subjected to this overrun, to this invasion by the migrants, by the illegals. And no one cares about the ranches, about the towns, cities, and villages that have literally been overrun. No one seems to care about the schools that are about to open up and under the education laws are required to provide teachers to speak the languages of kids who don't speak English. I mean, aside from all that, they're finally saying, finally, and take a listen to Mayor Adams, Mayor Eric Adams, a Democrat, says that the migrant crisis could cost the city $12 billion as more illegals are bust. And guess who he calls on to declare a state of emergency? He calls on Joe Biden. But take a listen to Eric Adams moaning. But before you do, I want you to think back to what it was like. Eric Adams, it's his big moment in the, in the, in the, uh, on stage, on the national stage. 
We are a sanctuary city. We welcome them. We want to give them, we want to bring them into our city. And what does he do? He has all of his, uh, uh, his emissaries standing there at the bus stops, greeting everyone, shaking every illegal's hand, saying, welcome to the city, the city services, the hotels, 50% of which are now filled with illegals in New York City. Okay, and now he's moaning like a baby. Take a listen. We're also asking the federal government to declare a state of emergency. This will allow federal funds to be allocated quickly to help address the urgent challenges we face. Additionally, the federal government needs to provide more funding to match the reality of the course on the ground. So Adams is talking about the fact that he's got them in the hotels. He tried to move them into the schools. He's trying to move them from one locale to another. He doesn't know what to do with them. And now he's saying, you know what? The Biden administration is at fault here. So here's another one for you. The Democrat governor of Massachusetts, she says it's a national issue that demands a national response. She has declared a state of emergency. She is appealing to the federal government. Oh, so now the Democrats are like saying, ooh, we're going to look bad. Squad member uh, Jamal Bowman says that Biden needs to show leadership so the Democrats stop looking bad because there's a tough election that's coming up. And you know it's bad when they've lost the media. Joe Scarborough, morning Joe, rips the Democratic states for fumbling on the illegal immigration crisis. And you know what? I got to give him credit. This guy, Robert Kennedy, I like this guy. He says, when it comes to the divisive issue of border policy, here is the first principle I want everyone to understand. The reason for strong border control is not xenophobia, bigotry, or hate. The reason is a humanitarian conscience. There you have it from the Democrats, folks. They called us haters. They called us every name in the book. But that's because they didn't care that we were inundated. They didn't care about the other states. Well, you know what? The tide is turning. And if they change it all, it's because they want to keep the power and look good. And that's my opening statement. And this morning, we're going to have people who are going to be talking about this. And we're also going to have a very exciting guest, Dr. Peter McCullough. Uh, and he's going to talk about the fact of what we're seeing from the COVID vaccine, possibly. And is there a way to get the vaccine out of your system? This is going to be a very interesting interview. You don't want to miss that with Dr. Peter McCullough. This is the Judge Janine Show. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory... Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care 
a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. This is the Janine Bureau Show. Now, here's Judge Janine Bureau. The question that a lot of us have as we watch people dying, dropping dead with uh, myocardial infarctions or people are asking themselves, you know, should I have seen? We know the vaccine doesn't prevent COVID and didn't prevent COVID. But what now? We've got a spike protein in our body. And where do we go from here? Well, joining us this morning is an expert in the field. He's a cardiologist and an internist uh, who is well known from Dallas. His name is Dr. Peter McCullough, and I want to welcome him to the Judge Janine Tunnel to Towers Foundation show. I mean, uh, folks, all I have to tell you is this guy is the expert. Uh, And I'm not going to read his whole CV because it it is too long and it's clear that he knows of what he speaks. Dr. McCullough, you may recall, was one of the people who was questioning the vaccine right from the get go. And, uh, of course, never got an apology uh, the way many of the doctors who were involved in questioning the vaccine should have. But the issue today, Dr. Peter McCullough, and welcome, is the fact that people are now saying, you know, a lot of people are just dying Uh, And no one wants to talk about it, but people having heart attacks that didn't have heart problems. And, you know, is there a connection to the vaccine with some of these cases? We've now shown in a paper by Holscher and colleagues, I'm the senior author, that about 74 percent of people who die after the vaccine is actually due to the vaccine. Heart damage, damage to other organs. Uh, when the myocarditis sets in and there's autopsies, you know, it's proven to be fatal. Uh, we know that uh, when there's a surge of adrenaline during sports or in the waking hours of sleep, those are the two risk times for sudden death. And almost every day now there are uh, reports of people dying with no prior heart issues. The only thing in the background is the vaccine. And the so amazing know- part of it, doctor, is that w- these are young people we're hearing about. We're not just talking about people in their 50s, 60s, 70s. It's tragic. These are lives cut short. And we've uh, been working on this now for two and a half years. I can tell you the blunder of the vaccine is that it's the genetic code uh, that uh, installs into the body and produces the dangerous lethal part of the virus called the spike protein that was engineered in this biosecurity lab in Wuhan, China. This spike protein damages the heart, the brain, the other vital organs, and the body can't seem to get rid of it on its own. So we have come up with. All right. Before you get into that, doctor, I don't mean to interrupt you. The, this spike protein, everyone who's taken the vaccine has a spike protein in their body. What is a spike protein? The spike protein is the spine on the surface of the virus. All these pictures of the virus shows a ball right. with little sticks sticking out of it. The right. sticks are the spike protein. Okay. And what is that supposed to do? It is uh, designed to enter the human body and then damage cells, cause blood clotting, and specifically to actually cause harm. It was engineered to cause harm. Okay. Now, when you say something like that, if you said it two years ago, people would would cancel you and people would get fired. (laughs) Um, But you're comfortable saying that now, Dr. Peter McCullough. It's clear. It's come out in the House Select Committee. 
Brad Wenstrup is chairing that. Uh, Comer's assisting. Ron Johnson has come out. Uh, Maria Bartiromo yesterday said the same thing. It's now all coming out that this spike protein is artificial. It was engineered in this Chinese biosecurity lab. So then how is it that doctors and, and, and Fauci and the rest of them are saying that this spike protein is going to fight COVID? It is well, the COVID. Hope, the yeah. hope was that if we could raise a strong enough immunity to the spike protein, it would fight off the virus itself. That's where, the, where it broke down because the virus quickly figured out how to outsmart the vaccine. So every time we had a vaccine, the, the virus mutated. Interesting. All right. So now we get to the issue of what do we do now, Dr. Peter McCullough? Multiple studies have, have come in showing that prescription drugs don't seem to do much for the spike protein at all. But natural substances do. It's very interesting. So there's a natural enzyme that the Japanese discovered called natokinase. Natokinase, N-A-T-T-O-K-I-N-A-S-E. And that's been shown to dissolve the spike protein. Uh, there is another family of enzymes uh, derived from the stems of pineapple called bromelain. Bromelain is actually a FDA-approved medicine used as an ointment in, in wound, deep wounds and burns. So right. bromelain actually dissolves the spike protein. And then there's another natural substance called curcumin, which is derived from turmeric. It actually helps prevent some of the spike protein damage shown in multiple studies in randomized trials. So believe it or not, it's a natural combination that people can buy over the counter. And the doses, I'll say briefly, natokinase, 2,000 units or 100 milligrams twice a day, bromelain, 500 milligrams once a day, and curcumin, 500 milligrams twice a day. That's what we call base spike detox. I have a major paper coming out in the peer-reviewed literature on this. Just like I had the first paper demonstrating how we should treat COVID at home, Right. I brought forward the first solution to taking on these vaccines. By the way, the vaccines contribute spike protein in the body. So does COVID. So they both contribute and the body gets loaded with this stuff. Interesting. All right. So this, uh, this natokinase and the bromelain and the curcumin, um, which a lot of people take already, it's in turmeric. I mean, even in natural turmeric, a lot of people grind that up and make tea out of it. Um, this is all natural stuff. And how long does it take to get the spike protein out of the body? My experience, having treated many, many patients now with this, it takes a minimum of three months to start to turn this around. People who have numbness and tingling and, and heart racing and all these different vaccine uh, symptoms, a minimum of three months, most people are going to need a year or more. Okay. But there's nothing in those three items that will in any way damage uh, anyone. I bet this is natural stuff, correct? Well, there are some caveats. Now, natokinase and bromelain act like medicines. They're both forms of blood thinners. So we have to watch for easy bruising, um, uh, significant bleeding from the nose or mouth. Uh, people on blood thinners need to take precautions. Now, we, we can administer it on top of blood thinners, but uh, it's blood thinning, which is the um, major side effect. And the other is actually allergies. So if there's any allergies to uh, soy, which natokinase is derived from, that, that can you know, provoke a minor allergy. And I've seen this in my practice. So, but these, I want people to understand these act like medicines. I know they're available over the counter, but they act like medicines. Curcumin has to get absorbed into the body. So the best form is either the nano, the liposomal, or adding it to piperine. So not, not just straight turmeric, but it really need to get to medicinal doses with something that helps it get absorbed. Okay, and, and the natokinase, I mean, where do you get something like that? I know you said it was over the counter. Is it is it a pill? 
Yeah, it's a pill. All of these are forms of capsules. You can get them on you know, Amazon or GNC or any natural um, uh, food store. Uh, probably the best natokinase has been out in a formulation by the wellness company. Now, full disclosure, I advise the company as the chief scientific officer, but that mm-hmm. is all uh, U.S. derived, uh, free of any uh, contaminants or fillers. And the, um, the wellness company, natokinase, is called Spike Support, is is far and away the most popular on the market right now. And for people who think they have long COVID, is it long COVID or is it the, and I know you can't speak to an individual case, obviously, but is it long COVID or is it the the spike protein? Most of it is actually the vaccine, which lays down the most spike protein. And because the vaccines fail, people get COVID. Then afterward, they have long COVID. So it's a combination of the vaccine and COVID that accumulates the spike protein. Now, the spike protein causes the long COVID symptoms. That's been shown in multiple studies now. Amazing. That is absolutely amazing, doctor. And, you know, when you think about everything that we went through and, you know, Dr. Fauci is just kind of dancing away, uh, you wonder about, you know, the decision that was made by the government, the decision that was made by so many doctors who were in step, many of them because they felt that they'd lose their jobs. I mean, kudos to you, Dr. Peter McCullough, for everything that you've done. But going forward from here, there's now talk that there's an increase in COVID. Eris, is that the new variant? These are minor variants. They're derivatives of Omicron. And uh, they get milder and milder. And I think it's really a byproduct of unnecessary testing. So unless somebody's <laughs> acutely ill, they, they should bypass these tests. Sometimes they're still checking it before you go into the hospital for a procedure, what have you. So they're just artifacts of testing. There's no real rise in COVID. That is amazing. And finally, as we, you know, as there's talk now of, uh, I think it's Bill Gates. Bill Gates apparently has a, uh, a, a new treatment uh, for some kind of mosquito or insect bite. What, what do you hear on that front, Dr. McCullough? The public is being scared with story after story from tuberculosis to leprosy to um, mm-hmm. malaria, now to a tick bite that can uh, purportedly cause a meat allergy. Uh, I, you know, these are fear stories. And behind every fear story is a company or the Gates Foundation announcing they have a vaccine for every single one of these. Amazing. And, uh, you know, America should not be fooled on this. Use their common sense. We don't see uh, we don't see crises out there. People are well. Life is going on and we just can't be fooled by the media. OK. And, and doctor, what what is in the future for you? What is it that you're doing and you will continue to do? I've launched the McCullough Foundation, which is a 501c3 uh, organization to uh, support me and my team as I, you know, continue with investigative scholarship, my work in the media, uh, in the court system, and also advising public policy. I've testified three times in the U.S. Senate, led two major panels. We've made progress bringing people out of this disaster, but so much of it was self-inflicted mm-hmm. with, I think, a terrible governmental response. Dr. Peter McCullough, I want to thank you for joining us today. Keep up the good work, and we hope to hear from you again soon. Thank you. Okay, take care. This is the Janine Pirro Show. Now, here's Judge Janine Pirro. Welcome back to the Judge Janine Tunnel to Towers Foundation Show. Uh, You know, you may have heard about the fact that a special counsel 
was uh, assigned on Friday by uh, Attorney General Merrick Garland. And Merrick Garland said that David Weiss uh, had requested on Tuesday that he be made a special counsel. Now, I thought this was kind of interesting because David Weiss pretty much gave uh, Hunter Biden blanket immunity for the rest of his life, meaning that the guy can't be prosecuted for anything. But now he's decided that he needs special counsel status for what? I don't know. To uh, answer some of these questions uh, is a political strategist, a former White House deputy press secretary. Please join me in welcoming Garrett Ventry to the Judge Jeanine Tunnel to Towers Foundation show. Uh, Garrett Ventry now is a founder of GRV Strategies and Message Impact LLC. He works with Fortune 100 companies, political intelligence, public strategy, strategic communications. Uh, he's, you see him on cable news quite a bit. Uh, but more important is the fact that uh, he has a lot of knowledge about Washington and how it works. So welcome, Garrett Ventry. Uh, and I, I got to tell you, I was rather shocked to hear that there was a special counsel and the Democrats are all running around saying, see, we did what the Republicans wanted. Now we're going to have a special counsel investigate Hunter Biden. Everybody go home and be happy now. What's your take on that? Well, Judge, always very good to be with you, and thanks for having me. My take on this is it's very interesting is Republicans called for a special counsel about two and a half, three years ago, <laughs> right? And so this is what they wanted, and they certainly don't want Weiss here. And the reason why is he showed that he's essentially compromised here, and he's ruined his credibility on this investigation to Hunter Biden. Right. The one thing I want to say is the, the preface this here, the Democrat talking point that, you know, you can – lock this here on your show. I bet you'll see this next week. And when members start to trickle back in in September, when they actually have to get asked about this, when they're back from August recess, right. they're going to say, you know, Weiss is a Demo- was a, was a Trump, Trump appointee. appointee. Right. The but tell us why is, he's not. Correct. And so the issue with that is I worked at the Senate Judiciary Committee for Chairman Grassley, who obviously loves you very much. Um, mm-hmm. And you've you know, been very great to him over the years. Yes, thank you. uh, When I worked on those confirmations, there's something called a blue slip, and it sounds really boring and archaic, but what that means essentially is this. Home state senators approve, they give a list to the White House, and they essentially have a blanket uh, veto on district court judges and U.S. attorneys. Weiss is a U.S. attorney, obviously, so he was handpicked by two Democrat senators from Delaware, Joe Biden's home state. They're Mm -hmm. obviously very strong allies of Joe Biden. So this idea that he's some sort of like, big political appointee from Donald Trump is just complete BS spin. So right. there, there's that part of it that, that's right. very important to point out. Now, why does he ruin his credibility, right? One is you have career IRS whistleblowers, one of whom is a Democrat, has said Weiss has let Garland essentially impede and stifle this investigation into Hunter Biden's tax fraud and other things, too, probably to do with his foreign clients um, where he probably didn't register to represent those. Mm-hmm. And the second part, what you pointed out in the lead here is that he was part of this sweetheart deal that attempted to give a backdoor pardon to Hunter Biden, give him blanket immunity, and the judge sniffed it out. And so this is not someone who is serious. This is someone who wants to shield Joe Biden, who wants to shield Hunter Biden the closer we get to the 2024 election. And okay. thankfully, you have folks like Jim Comer and Jim Jordan sniffing this out and doing their own investigations. All right. But, you know, the Democrats can say Garrett Ventry. They can say, oh, you know, that's just the Republicans complaining. They got what they wanted. And, and I understand what you're saying that, uh, look, this guy, David Weiss, you know, uh, every every state, whenever a president comes in, I mean, there are certain things that happen in terms of these blue slips. Is that what they're called? Yeah. 
the blue slips and and the the party that uh that appointed and put in a blue slip for david weiss is the democrat party all right and so this guy is already as you say compromised because number one he put together a sweetheart deal that in the history of the Department of Justice, they had never done before. And that's according mm-hmm. to the testimony of the U.S. attorney in the court in the day that uh, in court right. on the day that Hunter Biden was supposed to plead. So that we know. So if he's the guy who created this sweetheart deal, why all of a sudden do they need to investigate if he said in June to Jim Comer, this is David Weiss, he says, look, I had all the power I needed. Yeah, I mean, it's a a great question here, right? And all of a sudden he needs to be be appointed special counsel after IRS whistleblowers came out and said that, you know, the DOJ essentially, again, was stifling this investigation into Hunter Biden. And I think it's very interesting What just happened the day before we learned from House Oversight Committee that Biden family associates got $20 million. They have, you know, bank records. They have actual hardcore proof from China or it's not, excuse me, not China, but from Russia and Ukraine. Right. And the interesting thing is that happened while Joe Biden was the vice president. And you remember he managed that portfolio for the Obama White House. And so we have that part of it. We had the Devin Archer explosive testimony saying Joe was the brand. That was being sold. Mm-hmm. And so I think with the DOJ here, again, is what they're trying to do is essentially uh, obstruct Comer's investigation and try to slow it down and say, well, we're doing it here, too. The issue is Comer is the one who's been unearthing all this stuff. And DOJ has been the one who's tried to essentially block this and be a shield for Joe Biden and his son. Well, but, you know, the shame of this scare adventure is that, you know, if Comer uh, is now, as he calls witnesses, if he's going to be told they can't testify because there's a continuing investigation now or there's a special counsel investigation, then, you know, what what options does Comer have right now? Because, look, it's clear, Garrett, that they said it was a continuing investigation, even though they were going to give the guy immunity for the rest of his life. I don't know what they were investigating. That was to stop Congress. So now they have a special counsel. He has a new name. Uh, and and apparently, you know, Merrick Garland said he asked for it on Tuesday. I don't know what got into him. This is politics at its best. And now right. they're going to say we have an ongoing investigation, and now nobody can testify. I mean, how does Comer fight that? So what they're going to say is I think they're going to try and set this precedent and say, you know, I think what they try to do is Garland appointed Weiss to essentially try to shut down some of the congressional investigations. Right. The issue is this. Congress can investigate special prosecutors. And so anyone who says otherwise doesn't know what they're talking about. Special counsel status isn't actually that special. It's statutory. So it's a creation under, you know, like DOJ reg. So there's zero constitutional privilege against against congressional oversight. So Congress has every right to haul a special counsel and call any witnesses they want because they have their own investigation that's going. And under Article 1 of the Constitution, they have the ability to do this and commit oversight and, you know, call any witnesses they want here. So I think what you're going to do is they're going to set up, it's going to set up probably a lot of court battles down the road here because again, this is really, we're in unprecedented territory here where the president's son who's dealing with foreign businesses, uh, you know, selling the vice presidency to the highest bidder and Joe Mm -hmm. Biden obviously lied about his knowledge of this. Mm -hmm. And it certainly gets closer and closer to him, his involvement, him being sold as the brand. But I think what you're going to see here is, you know, Comer has every right again under the constitution to investigate 
a uh, special counsel okay. and to call any witnesses he wants. But let's talk about special counsel. Should the special counsel be a U.S. attorney? I mean, shouldn't the special counsel have some independence? Right now, he still works for Merrick Garland. I mean, it's it's like a charade. It's a shell game. Well, yeah. So again, it's not. Well, it's not really even. A, I would call it. A, it's a scam counsel at this point. <laughs> he is not. It's not really very anything special about it because, like you said, he is someone who already is has been. Uh, you know, he reports to Merrick Garland. Right. We know from IRS whistleblowers that Merrick Garland has essentially stonewalled his investigation. We know he was part of the sweetheart deal. And all of this, as it continues to get closer to Joe Biden, now the Biden administration wants to step in when Republicans, we didn't have the majority. It's so funny how this works. And we called for a special counsel to have some sort of independence here because, again, Merrick Garland is Joe Biden's handpicked attorney general. So That's having right. an outside figure like they did during the Mueller probe, who we all disagreed with, but he was an outside figure, not yes. report, you know, not part of the current Trump DOJ. And so you would think that that's something they would want to do here. They didn't. They do it finally two and a half, three years later, when we actually have the majority, we have subpoena power and Comer and Jordan and others are getting to the bottom of a lot of the shady business dealings that Hunter Biden was involved with and uncovering that it gets closer to Joe Biden every day. Well, you know, and my fear on this whole thing is that you've got David Weiss. I mean, you know, he has not been honest either in that meeting in, I think, September, October of 2022, the IRS and FBI agents, where he documented it in a memo. He actually uh, sent it to uh, Gary Shapley, the whistleblower, documents in a memo. The Weiss comes in and says, you know, it's not my decision. I can't do it. You know, it's it's being decided uh, by other people. And then he tells Jim Jordan, oh, I had all the power I needed. Well, if in June he said he had all the power he needed, why is there a special counsel now? And, you know, when someone lies, as Joe Biden has in telling the American people, I know nothing of my son's business. And now Corinne Jean-Pierre says, well, he was never part of the business. I mean, what's taking the Republicans so long to start an impeachment process? Well, I think that there's a couple of things here. I think they've uncovered a lot. I do agree with you. There is enough, certainly, for an impeachment inquiry here. And I think Speaker McCarthy has even floated that idea. I think, number one, we've got a slim majority in the House. You've got to make sure you have the votes. And I think, right. you know, any Republican who wants to explain to their voters why they don't think, you know, getting deeper into Joe Biden's potential corruption and involvement with a bribery scheme, getting money from foreign businesses and wanting to investigate, you know, how much more is actually there in his actual involvement in this. I don't know how you explain that to your voters when you go back home. So that's number one there. I think a second part of it is, remember when they impeached Donald Trump, the first impeachment, is Russia, they did it right. all off second and third hand witnesses. Right. right? Fiona Hill, Vinman, these people like Donald Trump couldn't pick them out of a police lineup. They right. Nobody knew who they were. They were mid-level, to, you know, mid to senior level people who Trump did not interact with. With Hunter Biden, we have Devin Archer, pictured golfing with Joe Biden. He was an actual business associate, longtime friend, had notes from Joe Biden, uh, you know, was at dinners with Joe Biden with these foreign business associates. And Joe has lied. He said Hunter didn't, you know, he said no one in his family received money from China during the 2020 GOP debate. <laughs> we find out during the plea deal, Hunter gets $600,000 from, from China. China. He said, yep. yeah, he said, you know, I know knowledge of Hunter's business dealings. Then all of a sudden he was put on speakerphone. He met with these individuals for dinner. And so, again, Joe has lied here. I think there is certainly enough for an impeachment inquiry. And you know this. Why an impeachment inquiry is so important here is because it gives the House their apex of powers here and allows them to cut through 
executive privilege. It allows them to go to the courts very quickly, where the courts are usually more deferential to Congress when they're doing an investigative work like an impeachment inquiry. And so that's why it's very important. I think House Republicans really do uh, step it up here, because I think there is a lot of information they have here from bank records and firsthand testimony to do this. You know, it's interesting, you know, when you say that, that Joe lied. I mean, think about it, Garrett Ventry. Joe Biden has been lying since he hit the public stage. You know, right. if it, and to my listeners out there, you know, there is a clip of Johnny Carson, if anybody remembers Johnny Carson, uh, talking about this senator, Joe Biden, who is making up stuff from uh, a, a British poet or an Irish poet and assigning it to himself. I mean, it was a joke. It was an absolute joke. Joe Biden is a plagiarist. He is a liar. He has lied about his own experiences. And, you know, this is not something that's new. It, you know, people can say, oh, we can attribute it to, you know, the guy's 80 or however the heck old he is. And, right. um, you know, he forgets things. Well, he's been lying since he since he hit the, the public stage. And yet he's gotten away with it, Garrett. He's gotten away with it. And, and it, the, the mainstream media just covers for him. Oh, 100%. And they cover for It's, oh, he's gaff prone or, you know, it's oh, just Joe. he's going through grief. It's just Joe. <laughs> but, like, just Joe lying about, you know, parts of his resume, lying about, you know, a number of different things over the years, like you pointed out here. And then serious, very, very serious lies about, you know, business involvement with Hunter, his knowledge of those business deals. That is very, very uh, shady activity that the American people want to get to the bottom of. But again, yeah, the media covers for him constantly. And we've talked about this over and over again. They're yeah. essentially a super PAC for Joe Biden. Yeah. Yeah, it is. All right. So let's so let's say now that David Weiss starts uh, as special counsel. My take on how it ends, and I'm dying to hear what you think, is that yeah, maybe they'll bring a fairer violation. They've got to do that, Garrett. There's no way they cannot charge him with being a, uh, a, a lobbyist in a foreign country. Um, or for a foreign country. And and then the second thing is, you know, the statute of limitations has already run on the biggest years. They slow walk that. Mm -hmm. So they're not going to be able to revive that. And then, you know, they'll probably say, okay, we did our investigation of Joe Biden. We did everything. And there's nothing to see here, folks. And that's the end of it. Yeah, 100%. I mean, the statute of limitations issue you pointed out is very important, too, because Again, waiting two and a half, three years to appoint a special counsel allowed some of the statute of limitations and some of these crimes that it's alleged that Hunter committed to just run past that. So he's the luckiest man alive there. I think what they're going to do here is they, they're not going to – I mean, they will investigate. I think what they'll come out with, they will slap him on the wrist, right? That's what right. they did with the uh, tax yeah. fraud case with illegal yeah. possession of the firearm. And that's why it's important that House Republicans continue to investigate this and move towards a potential impeachment inquiry because they need to get – to the bottom of not only Hunt, what Hunter's done here, but you know Joe's potential involvement. The funniest thing about this, this all comes on the heels too. It's all about protecting Joe Biden. It's all about keeping Joe Biden in office, and this is why they continue to try and indict President Trump. Mm -hmm. So they continue to try and put President Trump in jail because look at the state of the economy. Uh, you know, more and more people are questioning Joe Biden's age, and President Trump is leading in a lot of these polls. And so I think that is the backdrop of all this here. They're going after the, his political opponent, Donald Trump, and they're shielding Joe Biden and his son from any scrutiny. 
Yeah. Well, uh, you know, no one has ever looked at, as far as I know, Garrett Ventry, you know, how Joe Biden can afford these multi-million dollar beach houses. And, uh, you know, the guy who's in government his whole life and his wife's a school teacher. I mean, let's not kid each other. You can call her doctor all you want. She's not a Ph.D. She's she's some kind of education degree that she has, which is good for her. Uh, But they don't have the kind of money to do that. Anybody out there. Uh, who is in politics or has an ordinary job and his wife is a school teacher doesn't live the life that they do. Uh, and we'll never get to the bottom of, of how much money Joe Biden really has and how he got it. No, 100%. I think, again, that is why this impeachment inquiry would be very helpful because you can cut through executive privilege here. It's like when Democrats finally on the Ways and Means Committee were able to get their hands on Donald Trump's tax returns, and we learned there's actually nothing there, right? With right. Joe, I think the more and more we learn in terms of bank statements, those type of things, I think you're going to find out that he probably was lying about his income. Yeah. Because, you know, again, someone who's been in government for that long is able to afford those type of things. And Joe taking time out of his day, I mean, to be, even where I've worked for members of Congress, they don't have a minute to spare. The yeah. vice president, not having a minute to spare is even that's on steroids. Right? right. And then the second part of it, him being like, Oh, I didn't know who was in that meeting. You get, you, you can't tell me that the, I mean, you can't tell me the vice president of the United States, people were not vetting who was in those meetings. So oh. again, Joe Biden absolutely knew who was in those meetings. And that's why the more and more we learn, I think again, the selling of the brand Hunter Biden making a million dollars a year with no experience in energy whatsoever was not sitting on he was not sat on the board because he was the Einstein of like energy, right? It's because his dad was, <laughs> who was, who his was, dad the was Joe Biden, he was the vice president. Right? That's why. And you know, they knew he could get him to try and fire the prosecutor and, you know, have extreme access to the vice president because this was dead. That was his dad. But it was sick. I mean, there was one oligarch who said I think it was Ukrainian who said that Hunter Biden was dumber than his dog. It, in one of the emails. Exactly. But... I mean, no one thinks Hunter's the, no one. I mean, Joe thinks Hunter's the smartest guy he's ever known. I feel yeah, bad for Joe. That's that. the only person he's ever met, apparently. But like, you know, yep. he is not a sophisticated individual here. He's taken pictures of himself very sadly oh, with, please. you know, uh, all the stuff that he's done there. Prostitutes, cocaine, he put it on a laptop, dropped it off and then forgot to pick it up and essentially exposed an entire scheme. We would have never learned of any of this stuff. Yeah. Um, so you have that part of it. But again, these he, he exists on these boards making millions of dollars because he was selling out access, not because he was some talented, connected lobbyist. Well, you know, one of the things that that I said the other day that, uh, you know, I I just thought of recently, you know, uh, on the five, that there's a lot of discussion, obviously, about, uh, you know, Joe Biden firing the prosecutor and saying, if you don't get rid of the prosecutor who's investigating the company where my son makes a million dollars a year and his buddy, Devin Archer, too, um, you know, then I'm not going to withhold American money, taxpayer money, a billion dollars. Have you ever heard of Joe Biden? saying, I'm going to get rid of a prosecutor in the United States. I mean, we've got crime right. at a 30-year right. high, cities being taken over, uh, and, and, and you know, all kinds of, of statistics that we haven't seen since the 90s. And I never heard Joe Biden say, I'm going to get rid of a prosecutor in this city. They're not prosecuting crime. This is a progressive DA, and they don't know how to fight crime. No. But he cares about a prosecutor in Ukraine. I mean, it's so obvious. And yet people will say, oh, you know, they can't show the joke out any money. Well, hopefully right. that'll happen. I'm, before I let you go, I want to ask you one question. 
Do you sure. think, uh, Garrett Ventry, do you think ultimately that Joe Biden will be the candidate, the Democrat candidate for president? I do. I think like there is, you know, the other options, Kamala, who makes Joe Biden look oh, like, you know, oh. Dwight Eisenhower. Right. Um, <laughs> and so that's the only person who can make Joe Biden look good. I think you, you'd have to have, you know, Gavin Newsom, I think, is interesting. I think a lot of Democrats are, you know, when he was on Hannity and he's been doing he did a, great a lot job. more national stuff. He did. Yeah. And uh, so I think a lot of Democrats wish it was him. But that's going to actually take him having the guts to actually run against Joe Biden and the Dem machine. I think they put up Joe Biden and. I think Joe Biden gets defeated. I mean, he is a compromised president. He's destroyed our economy. The return to normal that he promised has been Russia being, you know, invading Ukraine, Afghanistan toppled by the Taliban, record high inflation, border crossings, crime out of control. And I don't think people like that right now. And so I think if it's a choice between him and Donald Trump, people miss having better mortgage rates, more money in their pocket, and not the massive credit card debt they'd have to draw. And so I think Biden is the nominee. Uh, even if they have to weaken and Bernie's it, because that's what they're going to do. <laughs> All right, Garrett Ventry, we love having you. Thank you for spending time with us on the Judge Janine Tunnel to Towers Foundation show. Take care, Garrett. Thank have you, a great Judge. Sunday. Take care. Bye-bye. All right, and never forget, that's the commitment we made on 9-11. Honor it by donating $11 a month to the Tunnel to Towers Foundation at T2T.org. That's T, the number 2, T.org. And up next here on the Judge Jeanine Tunnel to Towers Foundation show, I will gavel out with my closing argument. It's all coming up here on the Red Apple Audio Network. Judge Jeanine Show. This is the Janine Pirro Show. Now, here's Judge Janine Pirro. Okay, now it's time for me to gavel out with my closing argument. Well, folks, you have seen up close for the last four and a half years an attempt by the Justice Department to protect Hunter Biden from prosecution. The plea deal that the judge smelled uh, as a as a rotten one uh, was one of the worst that the judge had ever seen. And the plea deal uh, where even the Department of Justice said they had never done that before. The Department of Justice has decided to appoint a special counsel, David Weiss, the same guy who gave the plea deal to Hunter Biden. Folks, it's a joke. It is a joke. This is part of the takedown of America. I talk about it in my book, Crimes Against America. This is just the Department of Justice in its continuing uh, uh, failing to uh, provide justice and a level playing field for Americans. And you know what? It's bigger than just the Department of Justice. American people now are seeing that it's not fair that anyone who had done what Hunter Biden had done would be in jail serving time. The obvious, not charging him with a fair of violations, as well as letting the statute of limitations slide so that he isn't hit with the biggest tax years, is really uh, reminiscent of a third world country politics. And that's what you get with Joe Biden and his crew. And as far as you're concerned, Think about where you are. Think about the economy, inflation. If you're in New York City, think about how the the New York City is changing now because of the immigration mess that we've got going on. It's all thanks to Joe Biden. 
He's not doing any of us any favors. And uh, uh, if you go back, the man has been lying and plagiarizing his whole political career. So I think that it's pretty clear that this man cannot be president again. And uh, we've got to think about other options for America. I know who I think should be president, and we'll talk about that over the next year. And I can't believe we're out of time already. Make sure you join us right back here next week, same time, same place, for the Judge Janine Tunnel to Towers Foundation show. In the meantime, everybody, have a great day. Take care.